Good afternoon, everyone. How you doing today? Michael Zuber with One Rental at a Time, back with my good friend, Dion. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Mike. Howdy. Hey, I love that. So something I want to talk to you today about is, actually, I want to talk about two things. Where do we, actually, you know what? Three things. Where do we see rent going in the next 12 months, let's say by the end of 2022? Where do we see values going by the end of 2022 and interest rates? Because I think it's the combination of those three things that if you're not paying attention, might really surprise you. So I'm happy to go with any of those three you want to start with. Okay, so I can answer uh, two of those with confidence. And one, I could say I'm not the right person to ask because I don't have the uh, knowledge or awareness to talk anything about interest rates. Because and when it comes to that, I'm reactionary. Because Understood. I have to wait to see what they do because I don't have the um, education to project that. Fair enough. I will take the interest rate question. So let's talk about rents and prices. And you can you can have it based on your area. I know you talk a lot to the folks on bigger pockets. What are people saying? So I guess we'll go with the rents first. Where do you see rents going over the next year or so? Sure. This is actually a question that came up in the one rental at a time uh, private Facebook group the other day. Okay. And it's a problem that I'm running into for the first time. So hopefully I can articulate this in a way to be understood. Normally, whenever I purchase a place, I go to Rentometer mm -hmm. and Craigslist and I call the housing authority to find out what the area average rents are. Because normally rents go up three to 5% a year. But this year, with the demand for rentals, rents are increasing 15 to 25% pretty much across the board in my market, which is Washington State and Arizona, New Jersey, and I think it was Tennessee that I was helping somebody with about three days ago, where Rentometer and the Housing Authority are using old data because their information is based on history. And this is yeah. the first time that I've seen the rents increase to such an extent that those numbers don't do any good. But going to Craigslist and actually looking like we were trying to rent an apartment, um, I have a tenant flip coming up now where uh, one tenant passed away last year, one tenant moved to assisted care. So I've got a tenant flip I'm doing. And when I call the housing authority, they're $250 less than every place that's the same size that's for rent in the area. Mm -hmm. And rentometer is still $100 low because they're based on history. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is the first time I think people are going to have to start looking at rents um, as growing faster than our normal data points can provide us information with. And the one thing that investors I haven't really thought of is when you buy a property, people are buying properties that go up in value because interest rates have come down. So we've talked about this on your channel. The payment can actually stay the same or go lower, even though the price is going up because interest rates are down. Mm -hmm. But to the county tax assessor, the value of your property is going to be based on your sale because that's an actual fact that happened that you paid that much for that property, which next quarter or next year is going to hit your taxable amount. Mm -hmm. And so people who are buying properties counting on a certain cash flow are going to see that impacted by higher taxes on, on higher property taxes, which is going to impact rents. So I'm hoping that not only investors, but renters are understanding that within a year, rents are going to go up at least 20%. Wow. Wow. Rents up 20%. Glad I, glad I own a lot of rentals. Uh, in my market, um, I would say there is a little bit of difference between houses and apartments, right? When I say apartments, I'm not talking 
three families that are all separate. I'm talking like a 20 unit where there's 10 on the bottom, 10 on top or five and five or whatever it is. Um, houses are screaming. Yeah, 15, 20%, not unheard of. Apartments are, are really flat at this point. Because again, what we're seeing is space is good, right? We want space, we want a backyard, we want a garage for our office or whatever. So yeah, again, I, man, run your numbers in housing, get some single family homes. It's what I'm gonna be buying this year all single family homes. It's just, it's the easiest, you get cheap as debt, you get a, a rental inflation values. It's just, it's kind of like the perfect storm, single family homes. Well, one of the real, I, I want to say positive impacts of the pandemic in 2020 was people were working from home. So maybe you needed an office. Kids were learning from home. Mm -hmm. And so parents and kids were trapped in the same structure yeah. for hours and more space and not wanting to be around crowds of people mm -hmm. increase the demand. And I, I saw it in the small multifamily uh, world too, because most of my duplexes, you know, the garages are in the middle, so you're separate mm -hmm. or they have separate driveways. So you don't even ever interact with your, you don't even know you have a neighbor. Uh, and the demand posted my duplex I said that I have coming open and I had 22 applicants within within a couple of hours wow. um, and I normally have five to ten so the demand is just massive yeah so rents are going up 15 20 percent uh, prices I don't know if you saw my uh, financial news this morning but prices for existing home sales were up 19.1 percent so your call for no crash in 2021 nailed it no crash we're up 19.1%. Right. And that was, that brings us to the second question you said is what do we see with home valuations over the next year? Mm -hmm. And I still stand firm with the same data that says no crash. People are no crash. hoping for a correction because they can buy when everything's on sale, but we don't have the things we had in 2008. There's very few adjustable rate mortgages. There's, um, there's no ninja loans. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there might be some, I've heard of some lenders are coming to where they can do that, but it's not like 20 to 40% that we had in the past. Mm -hmm. And the demand for houses and lower interest rates caused the prices to go up. Prices didn't go up because people could borrow more than they were, than yeah. they should have. Uh, so I think while we're going to hopefully see a softening or a little bit of a dip in the next few months because of the people being afraid of the tax plans doubling capital mm -hmm. gains next year or eliminating 1031, mm -hmm. um, by the end of 2021, those prices will be right back to where they are now, if not higher. And then by this time next year, yeah. prices will be even be higher. And I know that's looking into a crystal ball, Yeah, but you can also look at some of the data in the crystal ball. Yeah, what I would tell folks is I want to be very clear about our words because I I think what's going to happen, so we're here in the in May, and as I said earlier, by the end of October, so we got seven months, maybe five months, uh, where inventory is going to come on that maybe not naturally would. But it's I don't think it's going to cause a dip. What it will what it will do, instead of going a hundred miles an hour, we may go 40 miles an hour. Right, so instead of increasing 19.1%, we might increase 6.1%, right? So I do not see us going negative, um, that is clear. We may go negative what's called on the median home because right now that's something I talked a lot about today. The median, median is simply in the middle, right? If we have hundred homes, you pick the 50th one. Right now we, we're skewed to the higher end. 
So if we do transact more in the lower end, maybe the median slips a little bit, but we're, prices aren't coming down. And you're right, starting certainly by December, prices are going to start going up again because we're not selling. Owners are not, investors are not going to sell in an environment where they are taxed 53%. It's just not going to happen. I completely agree. And I think maybe I misspoke when I said dip. What I meant was dip in um, demand versus supply. Correct. And which I'm, I kind of started to see in the last few weeks as we're getting more inventory. Um, I had an offer accepted on a duplex that was asking price and there mm. were no other offers in nice. like the day. I'm sure there were other offers in a few days after that. But three weeks ago, there would be yeah. 10 plus offers on the first day over asking, waiving contingencies. Uh, so I think more inventory makes people less likely to do that, which I saw one listing. Uh, they offered it at a really low rate to try to cause a bidding war. Mm. Offers came in at the low rate and went no higher. So the <laughs> seller pulled the property and told people my actual price is you know $215,000 above that. So it was really obvious that they were listing hoping to cause a bidding war. Wow. Uh, and the demand wasn't there to do that. That's crazy. And then I guess we'll talk about interest rates. Interest rates really, um, you know, the generated, basically the question is, are we going to have inflation or not? And I think it's very clear we're going to have some inflation. We can argue whether it's hyperinflation or not. I think the 30-year loan by this time next year is not under 3%. I think as of this week's average, it's 3.03, um, where for much of the year, it's been under two, with a two on it, right? So it's been under three. I don't think we see that again. Could it be as high as four? Maybe, uh, but I do think interest rates go up from here. And the reason that is important is because if you get a rise in interest rates and a rise in prices, it affects affordability and more or less and less people can say yes, because less and less people can get answer, uh, yes answers from a bank, which, oh, by the way, means more investors buy it, which makes rents go higher and it, it could become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So. Pretty interesting stuff, Dion. Any closing thoughts? No, I, I think the important thing with interest rates is to watch them. I learned that lesson last year. I missed yeah. out on several deals because I wasn't paying attention. And you uh, said talked about doing the work and, and actually running the numbers mm -hmm. on how interest rates affect it. And it's a much bigger impact on the, on the monthly payment than I was expecting. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big deal. Well, Dion, thank you very much for doing this. Uh, folks, check them out. Dion Talk, Financial Independence. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mike.